What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to this emergency podcast, Mets podcast, your podcast, our New York Mets podcast. Yes, this is an emergency. If the Mets are not going to show any urgency, then I will do so by getting on the horn and talking the current state of the New York Mets. Because we've gotten to a point of the season that we have not experienced so far in the first, what, five months of the season. The Mets are finally in second place, half a game behind. The haters are out in full effect. Mets fans are in shambles. And yet here we are with 20 plus games. We're only a half a game back of the Braves. And it's the first time that this 2020-2022 New York Mets have experienced being behind. Now they are the hunters and the Braves are the hunty, I guess, is that if that's how you say it. But the fact of the matter is the Mets are not showing any type of urgency. They're not playing uh, a very good brand of baseball in the last month. You know, when I look at National League ranks and I compare what the Braves are doing to what the Mets are doing, it is complete opposite. The New York Mets offense has been on snooze for the past month. They are not playing uh, the way they were, you know, five months ago. For the first five months of the season. The only thing keeping the Mets in it right now. And maybe why it took so long for the Mets. To fall to second place. Is their pitching. Um, I know a lot of talk is going to be on Buck Showalter. And how he manages this Mets bullpen. Um, You know and further down the line. Maybe it's what. You know, caves this team in. But Buck Showalter is of the old school, and he's not going to change the way he manages this bullpen. He did it with the with the Orioles, saving his best arms, and you know he's not afraid to go against the grain and give uh, Givens or uh, you know whoever out the pen. Two innings. He's not afraid to do that. Buck Showalter has a script. And Buck Showalter is going to stick by that script. And it doesn't matter what you think about it. It doesn't matter what I think about it. It doesn't matter what any beat reporter thinks about it. Buck Showalter is going to stick with his guns. And that's it. While we can sit here and blame Buck Showalter for a bunch of things, we can sit here and blame the bullpen for a bunch of things. What we really should be sitting here for and blaming is the Mets offense. Okay? Maybe Buck Showalter, you know, his idea of preserving his better arms 
is is maybe he just believes that the offense should be, you know, when they put themselves in situations with one out and the base is loaded, you would think they can score at least one run to tie the game. And they managed to not be able to do that Friday night against the Marlins. And then the very next inning, McNeil leads off the uh, the inning, gets on base, hit by pitch, and nothing from the offense. Vogelbeck, Naquin, Ruff, I don't know what they're doing. The last month for them combined has been terrible. So, again, we can sit here and blame the bullpen. We can sit here blame Billy Epler for not making the moves that we wanted to see. We can blame Buck Showalter. But the fact of the matter is that the Mets, while still not striking out a lot in the last month, they are not. They are not doing well at the dish. Plain and simple. That's what it comes down to. Their run differential between the Braves and, and the Mets have fucking flip-flopped. So, in the last month, the Braves have scored 158 runs. Second most in the National League. The Mets, 112. 11 most in the National League. So... That's what I'm personally putting putting the blame on is the offense. Someone's got to carry. Pete Alonso has been complete dog shit. He hits home runs. I mean, he's only got four home runs in the last month. From August 10th to now. He's, he's back to chasing again. I don't know why, you know, they're still not striking out a lot. They're making a lot of soft contact, um, and I just don't get it. I don't get where, you know, I do believe the team's tired. You you can see it. You can see it. Um, but so is every other team. Because at this point, we've all played the same amount of games. The other thing I don't get is the Mets calling up Alex Claudio. Because we've had our left-handed, we, we've had issues out of our bullpen with the left-handed pitching or the lack of, because it seems like Joelle's been our only lefty out of the pen for the whole season. And now, with less than a month of baseball left, you want to call up Alex Claudio, which that's fine, because I actually... Thought he should have been given a chance early in the season and been on the roster, but he wasn't. He faced four batters in that um, in his outing against the, the the Pirates in that doubleheader. Four batters uh, struck out one, one hit, zero walks. So I raved about Claudio a lot in spring training, but it was more in the sense of necessity. So what I'm not understanding is. Why is it that we bring up Alex Claudio, a lefty, who, by the way, wasn't pitching that well in AAA, and we bring him up so late in the season, but we don't bring up Mark Vientos because 
Mark Vientos could provide the same type of production that Vogelbeck, Naquin, and Ruff have pr- provided in the last month combined. We're talking about a combined 139 batting average, 228 on base, 484 OPS. These guys have struck out 53 times in the last month. So you want to bring up a guy that has not done well in AAA in a in a role that we've absolutely needed all season long. You call up Alex Claudio, but you won't call up Mark Vientos. And I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. I stopped talking about Mark Vientos because I can see it wasn't happening. But I've been calling for the guy since May. And no, I don't think he's going to be our savior, but there's only one way to find out. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not understanding some of these moves or lack of moves that the Mets are making. It's really a big question mark, and I don't have an answer. But I think they are legit questions that should be answered at some point. Like when the season's over, I think Billy Epler should address Someone should ask Billy these questions and they need to be answered because it really doesn't make any sense at this point. So I guess Claudio's here to stay. The Mets see a necessity to have another lefty reliever. Um, it's a little too late. I think, you know, we, we could have called him up a little earlier, but whatever. It is what it is. Um... I'm not too worried about the Mets. I'm not overreacting. Again, half a game behind with 20 plus to go. I I don't think we've seen the Mets play complete ball yet. Where all three phases are clicking. So, I understand if you're panicking already. Or you've been panicking. It's all good. The Mets will be in the postseason, I think, in one way or another. Maybe they don't get a bye. They'll end up being the wild card, and that's fine. The point is to get in, no matter how you get in. Of course, we would have all like, we would all like to win the division. But who's to say we we won't win the division? It's it's it's. Not far from over, but, you know, we're right there. Um, so let's hope we can take two out of three from the Marlins. That would mean we ha- we would have to win today, Saturday, and tomorrow. Uh, you know, I thought this was a good time for the Mets to really separate themselves from the Braves because the Braves are on this West Coast swing. They've beaten... Oakland twice. They won Friday night against the Mariners. Um, so you know it. Um, they're just not losing. The Braves are not losing. That's really been the other key thing here, right? Like they just don't lose. They're playing really good baseball. They get in production out of their catchers. I mean that alone, right there, the production that they've gotten out of their catchers compared to ours is really. Uh, 
enough to propel them to first place. The fact that they're getting all this other production from Michael Harris and Strider and, you know, uh, Austin Riley and uh, Grissom. And yet we're still here and the Braves are only half a game ahead of us. So while they could pull away, you know, they, they've they been playing a little over their head also. And I'm not here to knock on, on the Braves. Um, you know, they, they're a pretty solid team. You got to respect them. But the Mets just need to wake up. That's really, that's really all there is to this. The Mets offense has to wake up and they got to start hitting in, you know, key situations, runners in scoring position, uh, moving runners from first to third. And they just have to, you know, they, they need those big home runs. And right now there's just no pop in that lineup. And that's where I thought Vientos would really come in handy and provide a uh, shot in the arm to the offense and the team overall. I just had somebody on Twitter, uh, you know, reply to me about uh, the Mets holding a team meeting. And I agree 100%. The Mets should hold a team meeting. It won't be... Um, it won't be Buck Showalter who, who uh, you know, calls for a meeting. It would have to be a players-only meeting called by either Lindor or Alonzo or somebody. Uh, Scherzer, I can see that happening. Scherzer calling the meeting, uh, a players-only meeting because let's face it, Buck Showalter is not—he's not that type of guy. Um, and the team, that's something that, that the team may need. And maybe all they need is this. They need to be looking up to the Braves. Uh, maybe they need to be in this position to for them to show some urgency and be like, oh, shit, we're in second place. Um, we really want to get that by. So maybe this is the best thing that could happen to the Mets this season is them being, um, you know, a reality check. So let's see how the Mets respond. It's all about how you respond after a loss. Um, the Mets have this crazy easy stretch of 16 games before they play the Braves. I mean, you got to start winning some of these games here. You can't you can't just not show up uh, against the bottom feeders because that's what they are. They're just not good fucking teams. So. That's the name of the game. Thanks for following. Thanks for listening. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Our Mets Podcast. Make sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment. Let's interact. Um, You know, I would love to know your thoughts about the Mets. I know uh, Twitter breeds uh, some crazy ass people. You know, it's everything that I've seen on Twitter and I've laid low. I've watched the games, but I laid laid off Twitter a little bit because I, I you know the overreactions and people basing everything off recent results you know they play they tweet and they play off the results and that that shit kind of annoys me I don't I don't really like that um it's it's anybody can do that the Mets could win today and I can go on Twitter and you know the Braves could lose and I could be like oh yeah we're in first play it doesn't matter like I just I don't get that from people. It's it's not the way I operate. Um, but you know, to each their own. So make sure you follow me on Twitter at Our Mets Podcast. Like, subscribe. Tell me why you hate it. 
Tell me why you love it. Tell me what you think the current state of the New York Mets is. Like, where are they? Where, what is it that they have to do to stay afloat and not really look as bad as they have played with 20 plus games left? I will catch you on the next one.